Grand Rods, Grand Rods, Gods and Goddesses, Kings, Queens, Celestials, Titans, Occultists, Neophytes, Adepts, Healers, Shamans, Shamanesses, Magis, whatever you are, remember, you are the only one that matters. This is the only path they that matters. Because from this point, we learn to reflect through understanding the experiences and observations to our eyes. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. I'm your master of ceremonies, Papa Lucifer. And we are still in season three, it's episode 42, Execution. When I think about execution, one of the main keys that I have to look into when I'm doing my works is am I progressing in how I execute, becoming more efficient, quantifying my moves, or am I simply executing distractions that keep me separating away from myself? That's one of the biggest things that we think about. You know, we're going to take this into the cult. We're going to take this into the cult, the metaphysical aspect, the esoteric. And we're going to break that down. But we're going to do that during the God Thought. We're going to break down progress, uh, progress, progress, distractions, and execution. And then we're going to get into that, this weekly reading. You know, Papa got to keep that reading. And then we're going to get into this session. First part of the segment, session is going to be Distractions and reactions, and we don't build into that. And then we don't get into quantifying the process of progress. We got a lot to get into. So, I'm gonna leave y'all with the God thought. Y'all can be anywhere, but you resonate with this message right here. Allow this light to help you, inspire you to elevate and separate so you can grow. I love you, you love us. Let's get this started. Ashay. Let's get to this God thought, shall we? Progress versus distraction. Progress is to advance or de- and or develop towards a better state of being. Distractions or anything that prevent giving full attention to that developed mental advancement. This is the most important when we think about execution. To move without purpose of growth, those very distractions can look like opportunities for progress. We have to become honest with the, in our self-reflection to understand that, that scope has that view to our present state that will give us a clear line to the points of our inner work, the work that we got to do in that internal aspect I keep telling you all about. Learning that if we aren't in fact progressing, we are going to end up falling into the multitasking of routine distraction. The key to execution is to understand that progress is a multi-layering effect. It's that multi-layering that we need to get into. It's that multi-layering that we need to tap into. And that's what we're going to get into this week. Breaking down those 
old layers, those old patterns that we've been getting into throughout this uh, season. And understanding that progress requires elevating above those patterns and separating from those old layers to understand that for every positive, there's always going to be a negative. And this week, we're going to get into understanding how to use all that energy. Welcome to the God. Before we get into that, you know we're going to get to that weekly reading. And then we're going to build from there. cameras on it. Is that really progress? When you got four eyes. You did? Those reflections, 
I'm becoming more and more inspired by understanding myself more. That intimacy with my power. That is that key. Whenever you're doing something, it is inspiring you to have that intimate aspect of the, the power within yourself. That's going to bring you into the aspects of understanding. When we look at that, two of wands. This is going to help us with future planning. This is going to help us with those progress and those personal goals. And this is going to further help us with that inner alignment. Two of wands represents you are sitting in this position and you have two, you have two ways that you're going to go. Which way, based on your journey where you're at right now, is going to help you better of I need to do this right now when we think about manifestation but being able to sit there in that space and look at how far progress look at if my personal goals are allowing me the personal goals that I set are going to be setting the tone to am I becoming what is needed for the plans that I need to adjust to in the future that inner alignment with about that inner alignment is perfect because I look at the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords, remember, it represents the aspects of creating with one swing. That one swing you're creating and you're cutting away. Now you're being encouraged in this moment in time. Now that you're having those new ideas coming to the table, you may want to create something. You may want to help yourself grow in a certain uh, way. This is that time to do it. Especially now that uh, Neptune Retrograde is coming into the uh, coming into effect your vision that you're looking at now how you're envisioning yourself how you're seeing yourself are you seeing it from the perspective of the old progress the old way that you used to progress based in those you're progressing based on the number of distractions you are you're starting to notice now that your vision is becoming more clarity and now that efficiency that you're looking for it's coming in less steps. Remember, we're quantifying. We're in that quantum realm. If you can't feel that yet, like you're noticing that as soon as you say something, it's coming up faster. It's because you're in that new alignment. This goes into the aspect of the two of pentacles. The two of pentacles represents the aspects of our learning how to prioritize, learning how to better manage our time, learning that prioritization, learning that adaptability. A lot of times when we come into our space and we're thinking about our works, we think about multitasking to get a lot of things done when it's actually understanding the multiple priorities that are on my plate. When I start my day, that is the first layer of the many layers that I'm going to build on that are going to help me enhance my prioritization, enhance my adaptability. Remember, it's multi-layering, not multitasking. You can get a lot of stuff done but you can get a lot of stuff done, executed, but at the end of the day, what did you, what was the impact of what you did? Everything you just did, what was the impact of? Think about it like this. If I'm in my house and I clean my, like I wake up, for people that know, I go to the gym, do my workout, set my intentions, I come, get in here, start my tea, make sure my spot is set up the way I need to set up, and then I start doing meditation and elevation. In that message, is the message that I'm putting out in meditate and elevate is something that I'm quantifying from the, the from deciphering from the night from 
this is going to take you into that final aspect of the King of Pentacles. Me, I'm in the ownership mindset. When I think about business, I'm not thinking just in you ain't, I'm not talking about just you starting a business or getting an aspect. I'm talking about making everything that you do seem to business. Everything that you're doing is going to become a writer. This is that LLC mentality. That's that ownership mentality. So when you think about business, business is based on balancing, balancing those numbers and balancing those algorithms. So it's about balancing my energy and emotion. So it's about balancing my emotions. When I think about my wealth, I don't think about how much I'm going to make based on if I make this much an hour, then I make this many hours, then I'll make this. I'm not thinking about wealth in that mindset. I'm thinking about my impact and being the star player. I'm thinking about when I'm inside of a position, wherever position I'm in at that point in time, I'm impacting. How am I? I'm becoming a product of impact. I'm becoming a product of leadership. I'm becoming a product of my discipline. I'm becoming a product of my abundance. This leads to your prosperity. I'm securing my bag. I'm securing the tools to build my bag the way depending on I'm not in a state of dependency depending on something else to build for me. But that takes a lot of healing and honesty. And that's what we're gonna get in. We've been getting into it all season and then we're gonna bring it in when we're talking about execution, manifestations, the uh, distractions and reactions and understanding aspects of quantifying that process so I can be in the quantum leap to my progress. This has been your weekly reading. If you're interested in a reading for yourself, to another episode of the god hour podcast it's your host master of ceremonies papa lucifer your occult uh psychologist spiritual advisor and you know this week we gonna be getting into uh our most much 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 needed episode of execution when we think about execution 
one of the biggest things that we fall into is progress in this prog uh in our progress and distraction is understanding the distractions and the reactions i remember now i have done an episode it's your first time tuning in i have done an episode about rituals of distractions this one we're going to get deeper into the aspects of understanding the execution and by understanding that the way we react that's the distraction that's the case on point the key to understanding distractions is in the reaction itself how are we learning from this moment or a situation whether it's a person it's a place or even a thought is this something based on a longing need or want or is it to test my ability of discernment remember in our minds we create all that the mind is all and everything is mental we always have to hold that thought the voices that we are reacting to are the carriers of those discernments that we are learning this is why it's important to reach a state of now that we've been going into throughout the weeks to bring into clarity and focus the execution can take on that path the repeat and evolve this is where that discernment comes in and that was like the build to that flow of that when i think about being distracted when i think about separating away from my soul my soul's purpose separating away from con bringing my soul back together as i always use i use the uh link and collecting the pieces of the triforce to uh save or unleash the dark energy or the dark princess the dark uh feminine the goddess so when you're thinking about when you're moving through your space Think about it like this when I when you're thinking about uh, the distraction. Our mindset is already set on the end. So remember, I've talked about switching from the end to the beginning. So how you came in, that was your ending. Coming to this aspect where you're at now, this is your middle point in your journey. You being in that middle point, this is the middle point of your journey. And then shifting from your middle point with transparency into your beginning. The more you taking that accountability response, that count, that accountability, responsibility, getting into your shadow work, getting into the depths of yourself, understanding yourself, everything else is going to fall into place. You can't manifest anything. You can't bring yourself into the alignment of manifestations on that quantum level because it's going to lead back to your shadow work. You can't take in any of this information and then want to go do uh shrooms shrooms ayahuasca or psychedelics because it's going to lead you back to shadow work anything outside of you doing the work to develop yourself to become better that is the distraction anything that can stop you and this is when you have to be honest with yourself in your environment everything that's around you this is why they always tell you like this is why i always say the friends and the family thing if they're benefiting from they're benefiting from not dealing with the trauma just like you were at a point in time. The only difference is you decided to take responsibility and I do not want to be defined by my trauma anymore. This is where you see the distractions of others 
in certain spaces. I'll use an example. I remember going to my mother's house. I remember going to my mom's house. I remember going to friends' houses. I remember going to like relatives' houses. And with everything that was in the background conversations that were had because they all like to gossip and talk about traumas and the tragedies. And then you all come together, but why are you, how are you coming together? You, you can't come together under progress. There's no way to come under progress. You're not going to progress anywhere because you have not addressed those elephants down in the room. You haven't addressed them. I remember having conversations with family members about starting businesses and things of this nature. And the first thing that would come up was, the first thing would come up would be projected from an aspect of a trauma. Something either they have done based on reversing and benefiting from the trauma based on not being totally honest, not being totally outright, not totally being transparent with something or something to the aspects of somebody stole, somebody one of the sisters or brothers or somebody stole from them when they was like six, seven, eight years old and they still hold on to that. So how can I progress with them when that's con- that distraction's right there? They're always gonna react to the distraction. Nah, who gonna be in the business? Who gonna be all, it's like you asking who all, it's like when you go into a party and you ask who all over there? You know from the jump, when they, if they give you a certain name, you are not going over to that party. You ain't going to that event. If someone give me one name of people that are a list of names of people that are at a certain place, I'm not going to go because I'm protecting my energy. It ain't got nothing to do. They'll have the perception. Oh, he think he better than us. That sis thinks she better than us. She thinks she good because no, I know what it is. And the first thing they're going to pick out are what are distracting them from the truth. So they're going to use the external aspects of your life. They're going to say things like, oh, she thinks she too good because she got a car now. Oh, she thinks she's too good because she got a place. Oh, he think he's too good because he with old girl now. Oh, he think he's too good. Here's the thing about me being in balance. Here's the thing about being in balance. Everything that's in your life when you're in balance, when you're in that quantifying based on progress and you're executing to that level, that means you've learned how to reinforce your shit. Everything that you're going to be doing is going to be seen. That's what they're going to try to connect to. Based on the longing of that needing and wanting. They need and want something from you only based on the external aspect. So your main key when you're coming into understanding the distraction and it being anything that can take you from bettering yourself, this takes you out of the aspect. This is where you get into that line of the needing and the wanting and the longing for something. I don't want to look like this. I don't want to see, be seen like this. I don't want to be heard like this. I don't want to be like this because if they see me like this, they're going to think something less of me. They're going to think that I'm weak. They're going to think that I'm soft. They're going to think that I'm crazy. Let them think what the fuck they're going to think. Motherfuckers think I'm crazy all the fucking time. And they right. Motherfuckers think I'm savage with the way that my mouth, the way that I speak. And I am. Because of course, that's going to be the definition you're going to define me by. Because the definition of savage is what? 
acting unable to act within a certain space that's outside of your natural state so me sitting in my position where i'm at right now this is my natural state i build everything around my natural state but the key to finding my natural state was understanding what was distracting me from looking into the eternal view of my natural state your natural state is love your natural state is peace your natural space is to build inside the darkness. Your natural space is to activate your gnosis. That knowing, that hunger for knowing. Your natural aspect is to create. My natural aspect is to sustain and rise and allow nothing to stop me. That's my natural state. Those are my core aspects of myself. And the way that I maintain these things is by my barriers, the boundaries that I set up they crystal clear. They crystal clear. But you gotta have, but you gotta have the code to get through that door. Cause you ain't putting no fingerprints on my glass. Sorry, not sorry. So when you start thinking about the aspects of where you at, where you at right now, we use that as an example for it. Where are you at right now in your works? How many distractions do you allow? Cause what happened with a lot of people when we hear information fundamentally sound and we get scared we revert instead of taking that time to reflect we find something to distract us and the deeper the trigger the bigger the distraction the bigger the trigger the deeper the distraction the deeper the wound the more the more pretty things you want to do to distract it and now you're still building remember we've talked about we talked about projection last week and that terraforming you're now projecting through that point that led to where you're at now those highs and those lows when i'm in that high i'm in the same way that i'm in my clarity in my highs is i'm in that same amount i'm in that same level of clarity when i hit that low because remember there's that there's the neutral point and then there's the creation point then there's the incubation point. Your low point in reality is actually your incubation point. That's why whenever you rising up out of that into your high point, everything that you've learned while you were in that low moment, while you were in that cultivation point is now gonna help you peak out and arc out at the highest peak and be able to come back down ready to learn more. But see, when you're moving in the aspect of fear and you're thinking about that high point, all you're looking for is the high. This is when you're thinking about addiction, what you become addicted to. Addiction, like addiction, what you digest. Addictions to what you're purchasing. Remember, full house, empty mind, full mind, empty house. That's that thought process behind minimalism. There's actually a great book. There's actually a great book on minimalism I've been reading. But when I'm in that high point, I know it's going to go down. I know that when I peek out. So when I'm in my high point, this is how I switch the game. This is how you need, this is how you start switching that mindset. When I'm in that beginning of my high point, that's when I pay attention to what I, this, this is when I bring into the scenario, the usual distractions that come to my, that come into my, 
come into my space. I create the scenario in my mind of what distractions can come into that space at the beginning of my high point. That way I've already defeated these things or I've already championed these things when I reach that high point. So my high point is reinforced based on my execution plan, the plan that I've set in motion. And I've already set into that motion, that clause, everything I'm open into that space. So how I start is how I'm going to finish. I started in this aspect learning. I'm going to end learning. I started in this aspect being in my balance. When I end, I'm going to be in my balance. See, what happens when people usually reach that high point in that peak is that's when they start thinking about the descent. People start thinking about the descent at the peak of the high. You start thinking about the descent at the peak of the high. You should be thinking about the descent. The descent should already be in your mind because you're coming, you're coming out of a descent. You're coming, that low moment of cultivation, that's when you were working on those descents. Well, what... That's when you were working on those. That's when you were working and cultivating yourself. That way, when you hit that high point, it's easy going because you're reinforcing. When we go into distractions, the distraction, regardless, and this is some real shit that I, this is real. Regardless of when that high point peaks, it's going to go down. You're going to come back down. Regardless of how long you try to hold that high peak, that 15 minutes of fame, it's going to peak out regardless. It can peak out right at your 15 minutes of that at that highest peak. It can peak out right there. Your high can peak out when it hits that. When you thinking about this curve, it can peak out right up there at the bell at the top where the bell where that bell curves at. it can peak out right there. And then everything else is a descent like a roller coaster. Everything else is the rush of falling through it. So I'm building my anticipation similar to that roller coaster, similar to with that roller coaster. I'm building that peak. I'm building. That means I'm doing everything while I'm in that low point, that cultivation page, cultivation stage. I'm building everything up in this cultivation stage. This is where I'm setting my intentions. This is where I'm setting my intentions. This is where I'm setting my manifestations. This is where I'm setting my disciplines. This is where I'm setting everything at. And I'm gonna give you the reason why. Because when I hit that high point, my high point is gonna match this point down here. I built this entire low point based off positive reinforcement. So naturally the energy that can come up into this space on the high point uh, any distractions that can come in, all those distractions that's going to feed me as I'm in my high. So I can enjoy my high. This is what happened in using that bell curve example. This goes into the aspects of when you're acquiring this information. This goes into the aspects of how you're disciplining yourself when you acquire information, when you're bringing in that light, when, you, when you're doing in your studies, when you're uh, building your studies, when you're learning new sigils, when you're doing your uh, magic, when you're starting to embrace the aspect that you're magic, you're learning how to align yourself for your abundance. That's all that you're cultivating in that low peak because that's the nurturing period. That high point, when we think about the negative point, the negative point 
or the low point, that's the feminine. That's the divine feminine aspect. The positive point or what is sparked, that's the positive aspect or the point of creation. So when I come after I'm done with the creation period or I've created and sustained my creation, the knowledge, the knowledge that I've acquired, whether it's building my business, building my brand, building a company, uh, learning how to become a better uh, meditation, yoga, anything of that nature, all that's building that high curve. That's what I'm creating. I'm creating those spaces in that high curve. That way, when I hit that low point, when I cross that, uh, when I cross that neutral point into the low of the negative, in my negative, this is where I'm cultivating that. Cause I understand my season. So in this stage, I'm taking what I learned in my, in that high point, And I'm taking it down here to learn in this dip. I'm in the cut. I'm in the cut down here. You in the cut in that little dip. You reach that little pocket down at the bottom. That's your sweet spot. The sweet spot is in reflection as above, so below. So the peak out of the high point for when you're creating and you're in your and you're in that rise and you in that grind, when you set in that point, it's gonna match straight down here in that cultivation period when you in that incubation period before you come back out. This is the reason why. You're looking at the duality of it. The positive and the negative. What serves me and what does not serve me. It's in my negative stage that I can cut things away. This is why when you go into your shadow work, you're going into that darkness. You're going into that, you're going into that feminine aspect of yourself. And you're learning how to nurture yourself. That's when you're cutting things away. We get so busy based on the distraction and reacting to the distractions that we get confused and everything gets switched around. Now we think in our high point, that high that we could, we were supposed to enjoy, that high point, that moment when we're supposed to be uh, showing what we've learned and embracing what we've learned and coming into the intimacy with our power and being into that space, being in that space right there, now we in that, we supposed to be enjoying that. You supposed to enjoy them both. But now you become distracted when you out here in this high point, when you out there, trying to show everybody what you're doing. And this is when you're thinking about niggas that be protesting all the fucking time and still using the fear like my uh, fear like narrative in all of these aspects, you out there living the high off of that. So when you come into this low point, what are you cultivating with? What's your reason to cultivate? If that's the only thing you're going to be looking forward to is the next time you get to protest. The next time that you get to go to a party, the next time you get to go to an event. I used it early. I used it uh Monday. Go on my YouTube channel and check out the uh this week's Meditate and Elevate for Monday Moon Day. And I was talking about the blind obedience and self-discipline. If my mind is based on blind obedience, I'm only looking for the highs. I only will be able to see the highs. I won't be able to embrace the lows. I'm only embracing one or the other. But when I'm in self-discipline, I learn from my lows to better my highs. I learn from my weakness to better strengthen my strength. I turn my weaknesses into strengths. As I'm doing this, this is the aspect when you're acquiring knowledge, you realize that you don't know anything. Distractions give you this sense of progress, this false sense of progress or that you know something. Distractions give you a false pretense that you know something 
It gives you a false sense of it gives you a false sense of superiority because you got some information. Until you're actually applying the until you're actually applying the information, what are you really doing? Yeah. That's your key point. That's your key fact. That's that key. Especially when it comes into meditations. When you're meditating and you're building your disciplines, you have to be in the best aspect of yourself at all times. You have to be in able to embrace both sides the positive and that negative you have to be able to embrace the positive and the negative the high and the low in that because if not you're only going to be once again looking for that high so think about when you look in your life <clears throat> think about your life right now what highs are you chasing What highs are you chasing? Whether it be the next relationship, whether it be the next friendship, whether it be the quickest way to make money, whether it be the stuff that you just ate based on your energy, all of these things, chasing the highs, chasing the distraction. So you never have time to reflect. You never have time to evaluate. Now you feel like you never have time to do what you know you're supposed to be doing. It becomes the smallest thing on your mind. Disciplining yourself. Being able to take that three-day fast because you all you think about, like, nigga, I ain't never been this hungry before. One of the biggest things that I did <clears throat> to help me with distraction, and it came to me one time, this is the earlier aspects of my shadow work, was when I was broke, didn't have no money. I didn't have no way to eat. In that aspect, guess what I did? I turned it into a fast. I said, yo, I'm I ain't got really got no money till payday. I got some ramen noodles in the uh cabinet. I got uh this time now at this time I was vegetarian. I was I was only eating seafood and uh poultry, so I had like a can of tuna or some shit. I was like, I can eat this now. Or I can eat it on Friday when I got paid. And I'm going to break that down. So it was on a Monday. So from Monday, I didn't eat, drank nothing but water. Drank nothing but water, red. Tuesday, I woke up, drank nothing but water, watched a couple lectures on TV. Bobby Hammond lectures, Phil Valentine lectures, and whatever. Wednesday, drank nothing but water, Got a couple suggestions of books to read. Read a couple more books. Wrote down some notes. Studied my natal chart and did some shit like that. This shit was just coming to me. That was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday. By the time Thursday came. That's when I first. It was like. This is actually one of my first meditations. Sat there, meditated. Had my water. Lit my incense. Set my little space up. From what I learned. By the time Friday came, I wasn't hungry. By the time Friday came, I wasn't hungry. Money hit my account. I was like, 
by the time I did feel the need, the actual urge to eat, I went in and grabbed them. I went and grabbed that pack of ramen noodles. I went and grabbed that uh, can of tuna. I had some uh, hoisin and some sweet and sour sauce. I had some green onions, some little veggies in the fridge. Chopped it up, put it in my noodles, and I ate like a god. Sat there and looked back, and I looked at my accomplishments. Because through that point in time, day one, I had some distractions. People hit me up like, yo, what you doing? What you up to? I said, none. I'm still at the house. I ain't really got that much. I ain't really got the bread to be going out like that, doing anything any exponentially. I'm good. The distraction was gonna be that came in that space was this is when you start, this is when you start developing your intuition was, yo man, come out with us to uh over here, man. We got you, man. I'm pay- I got I man, you didn't have me plenty of times. I got you. I was like, I'm good. Thanks, though. Thank I appreciate you for looking out. I'll keep I'll put a rain check on that. Second day came through. Uh, second day came through more people like the second day came through was more like that same thought process the person that the actually this is what I just actually also what I got to learn the person that the my homeboy my brother that asked me on that day the next day he called me and made sure I was still straight I was like yeah I'm good I'm sitting till the house I'm 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 trying this fasting thing he was like, yo, I've been thinking about doing a fasting thing. We had a nice build in that. <clears throat> Next day went by, third day. Nobody hit me up. I was good to myself. Fourth day came. Then that Friday came. I was like, I, I achieved something. I did not react in the way that I used to react. Because at any other point in time, if I was trying to feed that urge to feed myself or be hungry... I would have accepted that distraction, but I set a goal. I set a plan. I set an intention at that moment, that first day of what I was going to do for those three days. Actually, I set it on that Sunday, but I set my intention. I set my goal and I achieved my goal. And the reward for my goal was the meal that I was going to eat on Sunday. I ate on Friday. Once I, I ate that, I looked at my account I was like, cool. Now I ain't got to worry about getting no food right now. Let me, my focus was different. At that moment in time, it would have been easy. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to the grocery store, buy a bunch of fucking food based on hunger. This is what you you see how you're doing with the distraction. It's how the distraction works. Your distraction is going to be based on your hunger. But if you have not have a control of your hunger, which means your hunger is not disciplined. My hunger is disciplined. The only thing that I want is knowledge. The only thing that the only thing that I desire is knowledge. The only thing that I desire is to know. Because the more that I learn that I the more that I get to know, the less though I realize that I do know. So my hunger is always going to be fed by the knowledge. I don't need the knowledge. I don't want the knowledge. I desire that knowledge. I desire has more value than need and want. Desire has value. Need and want is only met by 
as the supply and the demand of the need and the want. How bad do you want it? How bad do you need it? Desire has true value. I can't understand the desire. I can't understand the value of my desire or the desire. Oh yeah, I can I couldn't understand the value in truly desiring something because I was always most of us is always faced on trying to feed our happiness or feed our emotions or feed our urges in that in that level and mindset. But yeah. It's all about that reaction. It's all about that reaction and how you allow yourself to react. It's all about how you allow yourself to be within that space. That becomes your major key for that. But yeah. We gonna keep getting into this one. I got another, I got a couple more examples I wanna use out. I'm gonna flip the table over and we'll be right back. And yeah, now we back. I I don't in between, okay, so in between each uh, segment to make it seamless, when I'm switching over, because from my laptop, I'm only able to record 30-minute segments, and I like breaking it down. That way it makes it easier to digest. You can always come back to it later on and build from there. But in between time, I'm... Adding the title, make sure the music's right, adding everything into it. So like that's the key. So it's like I always be, I always sit here and be like, sorry for the wait. If you ever listen to some of the episodes, I'm like, sorry for that wait on that. It's like because in my mind, I'm still piecing. In my mind, I'm piecing together so many pieces at once that then I'm sitting there like, oh, I got to do this, 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 and put this, 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 this there. But yeah. I stay from it keeps me from becoming distracted but yeah when you're thinking about your space this is going to lead into the next piece when we're thinking about that space where we're at what we're doing the first thing that we realize when we start doing our self-reflection one of the things that got to me a lot was realizing how distracted I actually was it is not a good it's not it's not it's not a it's not a feeling that you necessarily want to be like yeah i was distracted for so long but now i'm on point don't allow it to dishearten you do not allow the what distracted you before you got to this point to discern you do not allow that to make it so you don't want to go forward this is that reflection this is that reevaluation. You're looking back at those times to break away from that pattern. That's the only way you're going to notice the pattern. When that negative comes up, that's the pattern. That's when you're noticing the pattern. When that trigger gets hit and you react, instead of reacting to it, you're learning how now to respond. You see, when we get stuck within the aspect of dealing with things that are distracting us, Distractions are within distraction is reaction. That's why I said distractions and reactions. Reaction. In the distraction is the reaction. If I can sit here for five minutes 
and say something to you. Let's say we having a conversation and I say something to you and you spend the next 10 minutes trying to prove your point. Next 10 minutes, next 15 minutes trying to prove your point. I won. Because what did I do? You could have been sitting there getting a getting mad work, getting mad work done. You could have been getting some shit done, knocking some shit out. But then me saying that to you knocked you off of your pivot. It made you react. It doesn't matter what emotion comes up. It's still a distraction. This helps us when we're looking at things. This helps us when we're building our disciplines. This helps us really when we're building our disciplines. Everything that you should be, everything that you're doing is primarily for self. Everything that you're doing is primarily for self. You're the first line of that defense. Your org field is your first line of defense. Your boundaries, those from your those are based on your first line of defense. Yourself, working on yourself. So if I'm doing things simply to get a response or a reaction, then I'm distracting myself. Because if I don't get the necessary, this is what happened with some people. Like if you don't get the next, if you don't get the reaction that you wanted, what do you do? You sit there for about five, 10, 15, 20 hour, three weeks. Holding that in, holding that grudge to that, holding that idea into your head. For some of you, some of y'all, y'all look at y'all look at the line under your zodiac sign and you following by your zodiac sign. There's certain things that you become distracted by because they're all tools. Everything down here is a tool. It can be a distraction if you do not know how to use that tool. Even the tools when you're using, even when you're making your way and you're using your tools, your zodiac, your natal chart, your um, natal chart, your meditation, your meditation, your daily discipline that you that you set up for yourself, setting even that can become a distraction. Because it's simply a tool. You should be at a point in time in your meditation. Your meditation is a natural state of being able to silence or hold that tongue, hold that internal tongue from saying anything in response to something. You're allowing yourself to observe and bring in, bring the let the noise in, as I like to call it. So after you've done this so many times and you've learned how to do this, your meditation that you do at that one time of the day or whatever time that you do your meditation, that should now be your, that's bringing clarity, bringing balance. When you get to the stage of clarity and balance and balancing yourself and bring yourself into that clear state because you've done the necessary background work of letting in the noise and adjusting and evaluating when you're moving in your balance in that unity you're buried to yourself basically you're in a meditative state right now i'm in a meditative state my mind is clear i have objectives set 
I have all the notes and the points for my set for the uh session that I'm delivering right now. Everything's within balance. I already I've done everything else outside of this to bring all this together. That's my before you get right now, what you're getting is the final copy there, the final cut. I already created the final first cut in my mind. It was already created in my mind. I knew exactly how my cadence, how I was going to ride this beat as I'm putting this out there. I knew exactly how I knew the exact order I wanted to put it in. Everything is in that. Everything's in this senses. I'm layering everything out. I allowed myself the time of the necessary distractions. Every time I do a podcast episode, if I start at 11, doing the recording, getting everything together, finalizing everything, or whether I start at 10, actually I start after 10, I start about 11 recording the podcast to have it ready for you guys at 6 a.m. I start recording by six o'clock p.m. I start recording by six o'clock p.m. Whatever day that I decide to do it, I might do this episode. I might like if I, let's say for example, I do this episode on Saturday. That means everything that I do Sunday and Monday, between Sunday and Monday before I launch the podcast for Tuesday, it's built on me perfecting that space. So now I was in the low cult. Remember I was talking about earlier in that low cultivating. So when I reach that high point, it's already, I can drop, I can drop it at whatever point in time. And now I can allow it to rise into the high. It's natural. I'm in the pocket. Watch the uh, drink champs episode with Busta Rhymes. And he's going to tell you how he rhymes, how he rhymes in the pocket. That's what you're doing now in this state of what is quantifying your progress. But you got to get through the aspects of the. You got to understand the, the concepts of removing the distraction from your life. So you actually can start sitting there and working on yourself. You need this time to yourself. You need this time to you need that time to yourself. You need that time to build your you need that time to build yourself that space that's going to help you with your your disciplines are going to lead to you helping you with your uh, aligning into your manifestations and setting your intentions and and doing your rituals and unlocking your magic it's not the magic is already within you you just must discipline yourself you must discipline yourself in the way to actually sit there and be like this is me this is what i'm doing all right, this is what I got to do next. That's you unlocking your magic. The more disciplined you become in your, the more disciplined you become in your focus, the better your magic is going to work. Why do you think that you get so many distractions in your life? Why do you think there are, why do you think so many distractions happen? You look at the external distractions if you watch the news and you watching TV all the time, you'll fall for the okie doke every single time. 
Why? Because you're ready to react to it. It made you feel something. It made your heart feel something. It made your mind think something. But what did your soul feel? How did it feel your soul? That's how the cadence, this is how that cadence is built. The music, when you li even listen to a music video, the music comes to a certain rhythm that is attributed to your soul. The flow of the beat, the flow of the mute, the flow of the words of the beat coming together, that's the connection to your heart. And then the words that are being said, that's the connection of your heart and mind. That's why y'all can listen to Jasmine selling busting windows out of car, and then you'll go back to that one day that it happened. It'll allow you to go back into that trigger and that distraction. And now you spent your whole day, you listen to a Drake CD. And now you spent the whole day listening to your girlfriend. You you spent the whole day looking at old photos of your girlfriend. Or if you're not doing the work you're supposed to do, everything is going to lead you back to your work. See how the distraction, the things that you look to go get distracted in, they're actually the biggest tool that you have on the space. It just based how you react to them. That's like if. I wasn't doing the necessary work for myself based in my shadow work. Let's say I wasn't doing my shadow work one day. I said, I'm going to take a day off. Since I've been doing it for so long, my shadow work for so long, everything I'm going to watch, now that I've allowed it to sink into my subconscious, is going to remind me of something about my shadow work. This is you quantifying the process. This is you quantifying the process. But before we get into that piece, I'm going to bring a break in and then we're going to get deeper into that because I want to have a full segment for that. Y'all stay tuned after this. Y'all lie out there. Thank you for choosing the God Hour. Welcome, 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 welcome back. Now it's a welcome back. Now it's a true welcome back. Welcome back to the God Hour. So we just finished getting into the aspects, a little, a little bit, a little touching on the topic of distractions and reactions and that building to that. So that leads us into our aspects of the second half of our session, which is quantifying, quantifying. Turn my notes over. I got a lot of notes. Quantifying progress. Now, in the aspects of distractions, I was telling you how everything comes into that aspect of that layering. As we identify the distractions and what gives them their power, we can now learn to point out and quantify our progress. Adapting the mindset, adapting a mindset that allows us to build up, build, build up those layers, empowering and reinforcing our advancement us going forward this is where we can understand the difference between multitasking and multi-layering when i think about multitasking it's like imagine going to go get an outfit or you go get a bunch of different designer labels to make one outfit and then it still only can be worn at once or at certain functions when you think about the aspects of multitasking, it's more 
work in I bought this fit for breakfast. I brought this fit for lunch. And now I got to go buy this fit for dinner. Too many extra steps. In the quantifying aspect of you becoming the owner. See, that's what a player does. Think about think about how the player on your favorite sports team, or if you got a favorite sports team, think about how the player uh, acts. The player has a before when they get to the locker before they get into the locker room outfit. They got their jersey and everything. They got put on tracksuit on on top of that. And then when they do the post show, they got a whole nother outfit. In each version of themselves, that in in that aspect of themselves, they had to create three different looks to sustain that space. When you think about multi-layering though, multi-layering is the exact opposite. Each piece has a separate function and together are, can move in one accord. I can use this build. I can use that same build with a suit. I use that build with a suit. I remember my uncle used to tell me about a suit. If I go cop a suit now, if I wanted to go buy a suit now or a fit now, it would be always business casual. It would be business casual, slightly formal. That means you get the jacket, the pants, you might put a vest with it. Uh, you might put a button up under it, but the button up, you don't have to have a tie with it. So you wear a V-neck under it. This is like the standard, this is like that standard aspect used for this example. Put a V-neck under it so you can wear the, take the top buttons off so you're more in a casual sense. You can carry the tie in your pocket and you put the tie on later on. I'm gonna show you how we do this multi-layering thing. If I'm going to a breakfast luncheon, casual business lunch type mindset i don't have to wear the button up i don't have to wear the vest the button up in the vest i can leave in the car i can leave in the hotel room i can leave in close proximity of where i'm at you feel me because i'm already this is also big when you're building your manifesting in that space let's say i go to after that they got a little luncheon going on but it's a tad more formal you gotta wear a collar. I don't wanna wear the jacket, cause the jacket too hot. I can put that, now I can take that coat off, wear the button up, still leave it unbuttoned. After everybody relaxes, now in between time I go for a walk, I can take off the coat. The coat's already off in the car. The vest is already put away somewhere. The vest is already put to the side. The tie just in case is put to the side. Now I'm buttoning my button up. And I go for a nice little walk during lunch. After my lunch, walk my lunch off. Now, after I've done all of these things, now we got a formal type business dinner, meeting, award ceremony or whatever. I just put everything back on. The vest comes on, the shirt gets buttoned up, the tie comes on. Everything is on. Everything everything that I had on, I, could, I wore that same suit throughout the entire day. That same suit throughout that entire day. I was able to coach in that suit when I did the lunch. I was able to lead a little meeting for breakfast and I'm able to sit here and enjoy this award ceremony during, enjoy my award ceremony, award ceremony during dinner. 
Now I say that to say this. When you are quantifying that progress, when you're quantifying your progress, everything that you do, everything that you do, you're going from the state of the projection or depending on the perception of others to build yourself and you're looking into yourself to actually build yourself. So now everything that you're doing is reinforcing yourself. Similar to, I remember when I was creating the logos and getting everything together for just simply for a podcast. This, all the work that I put into a podcast episode just so I can learn. That's your key. In order to quantify your progress, everything you're doing is ultimately to learn. Everything that I do is ultimately to learn. Everything from between Saturday and Sunday, putting together music for the podcast, working on the scores and the music for the podcast, lengthening them out, doing the loops and all that stuff, putting the mastering the beats and make sure my mixes were good and all my levels were right. Writing up the treatment for the episode, right? Writing out the notes so I know how to stay on point for the podcast. It can take a lot. It takes a lot of discipline to do this. With discipline for some of us, when we're going into that space, I'm not doing, when I do, when I'm in this space of myself, making my, doing the moves and making my shifts and building, everything that I'm doing is in the aspect of learning. I'm open to learn. So everything that I take in is naturally embraced based on that core aspect of me wanting to acquire more knowledge, me wanting to know more, me wanting to understand more. So that helps me, this now helps you the more that now that you're open and your gnosis is going and you have that passion and you you working on yourself with that discipline aspect now every time that you meet a challenge you love it even more every time you meet a challenge your test you love it even more because you're not looking at it based on the low point it's going to take you down to a low point Man, I'm about to fall on my face. I'm about to lose and all that shit. Remember, losing's out of your vocabulary because you understand the loss is simply something that you can learn from. You understand that the victory is simply the applied information that you got from a initial loss. Or watching or the ex- either by directly or indirectly experiencing or observing and experiencing a loss. You see how you can quantify your moves when you start ref- when you start looking at everything based on what is this showing me? If there's something there, what is it showing me? Either it's showing me something to learn or it's testing me. Either I'm in this position to teach something or I'm in this position. The same position I am in to be a teacher is the same position I'm in to be a student. They're in tandem. The same position that I'm in to be Whew. The same position that I'm in to sit in stasis is the same space that I'm living in to learn. When you start doing this, this is when you start understanding the key that this is one of those key factors in meditation. 
this is one not met yeah meditation and manif manifesting your desired value of reality you see you got to understand what desire is see desire is based upon value so the higher my value the higher my desire the higher my value the higher my desire the more i can indulge as a god that's that's the aspect of indulging as a god doesn't as a god and a goddess because my desire is not defined by my urges you see when you're stuck inside of a certain space mentally based on that longing of the needing and wanting your value can become jeopardized your value becomes jeopardized and basing on the sense of control you're trying to control how much value something has you'll try to define this is when you have people that will try to define how much value something has in it based on the supply of the need or the want it's similar to when brothers out here saying like pussy is pussy or even the chicks the lady the chicks that's out here talking about nigga dick is dick Their mind, needing and wanting is based on quality, quantity. Desire is based on quality. That's why you can see somebody be distracted by Gucci or Fendi, Fendi or whatever because they need that external value to define them. As opposed for myself, I know my value. I know the value behind my works. So instead of another podcast, another podcast episode to listen to on Drink Champs, listen to the David Banner episode when he was talking about clothes. I remember when I was younger and I was always told clothes don't make the, the man make the clothes, the clothes don't make the man. Well, this guy created clothes because I understand my value. See, now the old distraction of for us by us and for us by us and retro jordans and all of that the investment was for a quick feel based on the quantity so now it's like if I get, now I'm rushing to go get that shit first. But now that I understand my value, my I understand my value, I become my desire. The desire for to reach me is higher because I value myself at a higher level. So when I quantify my progress into my work, as I'm quantifying and making my work more efficient, when you become more efficient in your works, becoming more efficient in your studies, becoming more efficient in your uh, discipline. When you become more efficient in this, the value of your abundance increases. The value, since the value of your abundance increases because it's already naturally you, the abundance and the value in your manifest, whatever you're manifesting, the value and the energy that's in that desire, that quantity, that quality is going to become higher. That's the key to when you're doing that manifestation. 
you can't manage like I couldn't manifest having a microphone like the mic my setup I couldn't manifest having my setup that I have thinking about this is the aspect when I was building up the podcast like when season one the podcast was recorded from my cell phone I recorded the anchor app on my phone I set up a little stand a makeshift stand and I recorded it I recorded my entire podcast from my phone season one go back and listen to season one the music from season one freedownloads.com I learned how to cut out certain pieces and shit so I can make it fit into my music I could I didn't know how to loop shit didn't know how to do anything so I got the quality based on my amount of knowledge. My quality was based on my amount of knowledge. My quality was based on my, my, my the amount of knowledge that I obtained. I said that on purpose multiple times to quantify it. Then I moved into the space of, okay, cool. Season two, downloaded a, a, music, a, a music app, music making app, a band. Uh, I think I downloaded BandLab at first. And I started making loop. I started playing with the loops, learning how to fade them in and out, and doing all the stuff on there. I still was recording from my phone, but the beat quality got better because I already know that all I had to do was adjust my microphone on my phone, like adjust my levels on my phone. It did it automatically for me. The more knowledge that I acquired into my music, you feel me, like. I was building the music aspect that next season, how I was doing the music. And then when I got really, really good with the aspects of the music, I started extending it, learning how to loop it, learning how to do the loops. Or basically, I don't like saying learning. I like saying remembering. That's another good thing when you're going into your space of yourself, when you're learning yourself, you're remembering. Yeah, you'll be learning, but you're also, you're remembering. You're unlearning to remember. You're unlearning to remember. You're unlearning to remember. So then I did that pace. I did that pace. I had that pace going on for me. And then I had my laptop. Oh, I can record from my laptop. But I want a microphone because I noticed when I was recording the, the voiceovers and everything, that the drops that I was putting in, there was a lot of air and static in the background. And I knew the next phase, see, and this is multi-layering because I already had in my mind to start building mantras because I already built my own mantra. So I was like, I want to do mantras in a season. I want to do mantras. So towards the end of season two, I want to say towards mid, towards the end of season two, that's when I started putting in the mantras. But I needed a microphone for to enhance the clarity and give myself the enhancement. So then I'm thinking about quality. I remember I looked at all of the mics that were on what to call it. And I remember I went to amazon.com, amazon.com. And I found the mic. I don't even remember the name. The name of the mic that I have, the name of the mic that I have is, oh shit, as I organize myself. The name of the mic that I have I want to try to get the name off of it. It's in its sleeve. Now, hold on for a second while I get that name. 
the name of my mic is a through it's the through it's a through uh condenser mic regular recording mic nothing too special i mean i can record music on there i can if i wanted to do a a rap track or whatever i've done like the whole mantra thing i recorded all that from the microphone got the microphone stand got it hooked up to my uh desk over here right beside my um computer right beside my printer plugged everything in it's a usb microphone plugged into the laptop download did uh it was a plug and play so i made sure i just adjust my uh levels and then i started recording like that so this is the multi-layering now with, with or without the mic i can record the podcast episode the mic just makes it more better it makes, makes it more crisp and more clean with or without my laptop i can record the podcast episode it just makes it easier for me to master and mix the tracks master and mix the music you see everything that you're doing based in that multi-layer mindset should be making you better it should be based upon the desire of the value of the knowledge that you're acquiring to make yourself better this is why naturally as you're moving forward that gap that's created based on what's inspiring you because what inspires you can force other people not to want to be around you it'll force a lot of separation But since I'm now in this mindset, the more and more stuff that I do, the more and more I realize, like, nigga, there's no excuse. The Anchor app is free. The Anchor app, the Anchor app itself is free. I have all of the music. I have every clip for every episode in my downloaded to my laptop so i have every sound bite and every clip so i can use it multiple purposes when i will when i want to extend and do other stuff with it uh i use there's an app called boosted when you're uh this is for the the people that are thinking about starting their business there's an app called boosted it's like 9.99 a month i want to say it's like about 10 bucks a month so you can put that into your expense account it's like 10 bucks a month and you got unlimited you can bit, create your own template or they have the pre-done templates and you can take things out and you can add your own videos add your own videos your own pictures your own clips or whatever and you can build around that and you can put out quality videos video ads for your products and whatever you're doing 10 bucks a month i got a video editor i got a video editor app it cost me I want to say it's enough for a year it was like 30 bucks for a year i think when i got it, it was like a year for 30 bucks for 30 bucks for a year so it's 30 bucks a year and then it helps me do more stuff in house people think i'm joking when people ask me like yo the quality of your podcast and everything that you do what's your setup and when i tell them a microphone a laptop cell phone they can't they can't believe it they're like yo i can't believe that a laptop a microphone and a cell phone that's all you needed because this is the crazy part when you look at a joe button podcast when you look at certain podcasts the only reason that they have the mixer board and that's the next aspect when i start doing the more live aspects is because they're doing a live recording but I can still do it right here from, I can 
the mixer and everything, I can have all that right here in front of me. But that's later on down the line. I have to become the qual. I have to become the quality that I desire to reach that goal. That's next on the horizon for me. You see, when you're doing your manifestations, you can have the, you can set the parameter where you want to go. You can set that goal, see it. But it's what you're building in those steps to get to it. There is no excuse for me, period. There's no such thing as an excuse for me. I go to the gym, do my workouts, do my meditations. I edit videos when I post them on YouTube. I do lectures every Friday. I do sessions in between, whether it's readings, consultations, regular therapy sessions, got in meditation sessions, all from the crib. Ain't no excuse. When you quantifying your energy and you focusing more on the positive, when the negative comes through to bring charge, it's gonna elevate you. Any negative that comes through is naturally gonna elevate you because you tapped into that higher force of energy. You brought that energy more in quantum fit. You've quantified the energy so it's no longer separate. See, I don't look at things based on simply positive or simply negative. I don't look at things based on simply light, simply dark. I look at the whole spectrum. I'm always in that middle point. I always have transparency in that middle point. I can travel to to and fro. That's what they meant about the devil truck walking to and fro from heaven to heaven to earth, from positive to negative, to and fro. The devil walking to and fro. Spirit just wanted me to drop that out there for y'all. But I'm moving like then I move. I can move back and forth with all the transparency in the fucking planet, perfectly. In prog- not not perfectly, but progressively. I allow the room for the the distraction to come in just to see where I'm at and just to see how strong I am. Just to see how strong my work field is. This is this is this is the quantifying your progress based on your based on how much you heal. The more that you heal, the more you're able to quantify your energy. The more knowledge that you're hungry for. Based on, because if you ain't healed, you fool. When you're, when you're unhealed, you're full. Simply and plain. When you are unhealed, you are full. Sorry. You've got to become empty to become healed. You got to detox to heal. That's why when that's why when you're told to do a fast or a detox, don't eat, don't do this. Yeah, you're giving that this this discipline, this line of disciplines to do while you're doing it. And so your body can now reset itself. We get so stuck on the distractions of the world that we forget to heal ourselves. We forget to give our body time to heal itself. Because we keep putting things onto it. We keep trying to make it work harder than it's supposed to work hard we're working harder we're working harder and not smarter 
See me and my quantified mindset. I work easy. I work. I work easy as fuck. I work easy. I work. I, I, I work smooth. I spend my day building. I spend the day, but I spend that day. One of my mentors always told me was like, how did you impact the day? Your impact of today, because we understand that everything is a reflection of the day. There's only day that matters. You, what you do today sets the tone for the next day. In this case, what you do today on your moon day, embracing your changes affects what you do on Tuesday. And that reverberates into your Wednesday. And then that reverberates into your Thursday and reverberates into your Friday. Friday is a day of love. Most of y'all going into Friday with the same mentality you had on Monday. So you didn't learn anything. Saturday is the day of release. And Sunday is the day to rise into the, the day to allow it to rise. Rise and carry on. Saturday is the day of release. And Sunday is your day to rise and carry on. But since you're so busy being distracted, you can't use the days for what they're supposed to be used for. You can't even... So if you can't use... Let me put it like this. If you can't embrace the basic aspect of what each day is meant to be for, in this in this case, in this instance, for you quantifying your, quantifying your thought process, how can you possibly manifest anything? If everything you're doing is based on reaction. And since you're acting on reaction, you need the distraction. Since you need the distraction to give you a reaction, you keep you constantly keep projecting into that space. That same you keep projecting to get you keep projecting from that distraction or projecting your own distraction. So you can keep getting the same reaction. And then you sitting there talking about, I work hard. I work so hard and I I work so hard that I deserve a day off. I deserve a day to relax. I, de- I thought you was a God. I thought you was a goddess. I relax every day. Even when it's one of my heaviest days of my workload is one of my heaviest days. I'm still relaxed because it helps me move through that so progressively in my quantum mindset. I'm relaxed at all times. I'm in a constant state of meditation. I'm in a constant meditative state. So guess what my sleep is like? Astral projecting, cleaning stuff up in my astral, cleaning the clutter up in my acoustic records. Seeing if I want to stay in that hallway, if I want to keep going forward. You see how you change your whole, your whole mentality changes when you start working on yourself. Because we fall for those ego traps. Yeah. Speaking of ego traps, stay tuned to the plug talk. I'm getting into the aspects of that. And then we're going to slide into this closeout. Been an episode of the God Hour podcast. Y'all come in tonight. We gonna finish this. All right. I love you.
become a monthly patron for the God Hour podcast. The everything's in the description. God Hour Alchemist slash sponsorship. Let's get into that closeout. Peace. We back. Wrapping up another episode of the God Hour. Appreciate y'all for stopping through for a little bit. As we expound and go deeper into these aspects of ourselves. But yeah, to quantify the process is the aspects of understanding going from multitasking and running your energy ragged and learning how to make your energy work for you. See, when we go into this aspect of when we multitasking, we're trying to find charges everywhere. But when you multi-layering, you're learning how to make that whole suit work for you. Instead of me having to go to the house every 15 minutes, instead of me going to the house every 15 minutes, every 30 minutes, back and forth, or having to keep stopping so I can't keep going, this helps me build my spiritual stamina. When you quantify your progress, that's your spiritual stamina. That's your spiritual endurance. That's the more natural state of us. We're not based on subject. We're not based on subjective thought. That's why whenever I say doing aspects of manifestation, it's so important when you're building a ritual, everything from how you meditate to when you do it to how you set it up. At first, those things are very important for you because without those aspects being present in your moves, you can't reinforce the subconscious to know what the when your ego's when your ego is now in the restraint of working for you. Now that you killed off your ego and brought it back to life, like we work, remember we're, everything on this side is dead, so everything over there is living. So when I say kill your ego, I mean take your ego to the land of the living. So now it's a living organism that needs you to feed it. You feel me? You like, yeah, it's quantifying that progress. You need, you need it to feed. You're now feeding it and it's not feeding you. It is repentant of everything that you're using down here is a tool. So my ego now works for me. So I say ego, go get the information for me. My ego's open, my psyche is expanded to a level to where my ego grab information from anywhere. It ain't stopping. It ain't saying no, not that. It ain't saying no like this. It knows what I need. It knows what I can do with it. It needs me now to feed it. It's dependent. It's always dependent on you to feed it. But now it's dependent on feeding me. That becomes your filter. This is how you learn your manifestations. This is how you grow your manifest. This is how you start growing in the processes. But you got to start the healing process. The healing begets your discipline. The discipline begets your boundaries. The healing, honesty and transparency. Honesty leads to the transparency. Which initiates the healing. The healing opens up the aspects of learning your discipline, disciplining yourself. Your disciplines build your boundaries. 
your boundaries protect your standard. Your standards, those set your parameters. Your parameters, that's where your trajectory point is. So no matter how high I go, no matter how high I go, as I go up, my standards go up. My value goes up. My desire go. My since my standards are going up, my value since my value is going up and my desire is going up, my standards naturally go up. Higher altitude. So now my boundaries are becoming extended. My boundaries are becoming extended. So now the spaces that now where I'm at is too steep for some to climb. They got to put in that work just like you did. If they ain't willing to put in the work, if they're not, if here's the thing when it comes to the investing, if they're not willing to put as much work into themselves as they want you to put into them or whatever they want you to do, it's not a sound investment. I'm here to learn. I'm here to teach. I'm here to grow. I'm here. I got my purpose. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Do you? I just want you to be fucking great. I want you to be the fucking best. And the party ain't over. We don't get deeper into the quantum process tonight. If you listening tonight, or if you if you're listening tonight, then you gonna get the information live. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Rock calling Jesus. Facebook Live. The God Hour Show. We gonna get deeper into the quantum progress. Manifestations. And working with manifestations. Tonight. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today is the only day that matters. So tonight is also going to be also right. And if you don't listen. If you listen to this throughout the week. Piece by piece, however you want to do it. Along when you get the information, you get the information. Take it in as you need to take it in. That same video gonna be up. I might end up start. I might start putting the God Hour show on uh, my YouTube channel. But yeah, I want you to be the best. I want you to grow. I want you to elevate. I want you to become intimate with your power. I want you to understand your desire and your value. I want you to be the best. I want you to take yourself to the next level. I, de- I, I, no, correction. I don't need or want you to. I desire you to. And the value in that desire is how we start from here. I love you. We love us. Thank you for choosing the episode of the God Hour. I see y'all throughout the week, and y'all hear from me next week. Got a special guest coming. Yeah. I love you. You love us. Ashe.